everyone, and welcome to the Creative Cast. I am your host, Tammy Munson. I am so happy that you guys are here with me today. If you were tuning in for the very first time, welcome, welcome, welcome. I am so glad that you were here. I just wanted to say thank you so much for the wonderful feedback that I've gotten over the last two weeks. You guys are absolutely awesome, and I am thankful for each and every one of you. Today on the show, we're going to be talking about how to be a great guest on somebody else's podcast. After listening to interviewing other guests for other podcast projects that I've been a part of, the hundreds of hours of interviews that I've listened to as an editor and a producer, I've noticed a couple of things. (laughs) Just a couple. (laughs) If I talked about everything that I noticed, we this would be hours and hours and hours of audio. Quite honestly, I don't think my voice would hold out for all of that. So these are just about, you know, just a few things that I've noticed that you can go from being a mediocre guest on a show to a really great guest that gets you booked on all kinds of podcasts. So the first thing is, please do your prep. Now that goes for the host as well as the guest. Okay. So even if you know the host, even if you've been friends for years and you're a mega fan of the show and you've listened to every episode, all 142 episodes of the show, I still want you to do your prep. And this goes for all those Authors out who are maybe doing 20 to 40 different podcast episodes, they feel, hey, I can do this in my sleep. I am totally good to go. Still do your prep. So let's say you've never been on this podcast before. You don't know this host. You're you're doing this first thing. Definitely going to want to go ahead and listen to a couple of different episodes. See how they handle their, their guests. What kind of questions that they're asking. And by doing this, honestly, you're going to, it's going to make you feel really comfortable and that's going to make you an even better guest because everybody's style is different when hosting a podcast and something, sometimes it's different from guest to guest. The things you're going to want to listen to or listen for are how do they introduce their guests? Do they read their bio and then just kind of go into it or do they just go, hey, welcome to the show. What about this? Sometimes that can throw people off, especially if you're not prepared for it. The other thing, does the host kind of interrupt or they just kind of let them riff a little bit? Those kinds of things. Again, you're going to want to review your own talking points. Like I said, even if you feel like you could do this in your sleep, you still want to review. You still want to prep, especially if you're a host. I don't care if you've done 678 episodes and you know exactly what you're doing. You still need to do your prep work. But as a guest, by preparing, you're just making sure that you know exactly where you're going to talk about, you know, maybe throw in a different story this time about something because you don't want to come off as sounding scripted. I can't tell you the number of times I've listened to different authors on different podcasts and I guarantee they will they will share one story that exactly the same on every single one no y'all no (laughs) be thinking about that okay the other thing is in terms of questions now most hosts 
I myself do this whenever I'm doing an interview. I will send the guests and say, hey, why don't you go ahead and send me about three to five questions or or things you want me to address on the show? Because that kind of helps me craft that interview. Because I'm not a subject matter expert when it comes to what they're talking about. Now, even if I'm talking about podcasting, I'm not a expert on their podcast. In the future, when we bring on other podcasters to talk about their show, they're the experts of their show. They know the ins and outs of their show, why they did it, how they did it, all those finer points. And especially if you're bringing someone on to talk about something very, very specific, they are the subject matter experts. And if they don't ask you, you may want to say, here's here's three to five questions that you may want to ask. Even though you're submitting questions in advance, don't be surprised if the host throws in a different question than maybe the ones that you sent. Just in natural conversation, you may make a point about a particular story in the Bible and you kind of riff off of that for, for a few minutes. And they may say, okay, that's a great point. Let's let's unpack that a little bit. And But that might throw you off if you're not expecting that. And again, this is where all the prep work comes in. Those are definitely something to make sure that you're doing to, as a host and a guest and make sure that you're doing your prep work. The next thing is audio and sound. A lot of guests don't think about this, especially if they're not podcasters. And even some podcasters don't think about this. I once edited a client's episode and I didn't know this person that was the guest and I made a comment about there was so much background noise and they weren't using a good mic and all all these sound issues and I said to my client I said uh, oh I guess they've, they've never been on a podcast before and she's like no she's a podcaster she's a host of this show and I was like oh come on you should know better so if you are a podcaster, treat your guest appearance on that show like you would your own show. If for some reason you've never used Zoom, and I don't know very many people who have not used Zoom in the last 12, 13 months, thanks to the the pandemic. But if for some reason you don't, you, you may not have the right setup to make sure that you have the best possible sound. So if you don't have a good quality mic and you know you're going to be doing a number of these types of interviews, you may want to invest in that. Now, I know that you guys are going to ask me, Tammy, what kind of mic do you use? What kind of mic should I have? So now I use the Rode Podcaster mic and it retails for about eh, about $250 on Amazon, I think is the latest price that I saw. It's a really great mic. I absolutely love it. Lots and lots of podcasters use Rode mics for their shows. You don't have to go that expensive. I mean, there's that's kind of middle of the road. There's lots more mics that are crazy expensive, but it's a good USB type mic. There's cheaper versions of that. There's Audio Technica. There's, if you want a recommendation for a good quality, inexpensive mic, I want you to go back and listen to it to episode one. When I talk about launching your podcast, I get a little bit more into the different mics. Because the most important thing is we want to sound good on the podcast. So don't be too cheapy. Don't use your computer one. Don't use your earbud mic. No. Go get a good quality external mic and go from there. The other thing is you want to become really familiar 
with the recording platform. Now, like I said, most people know Zoom. A lot of podcasters use Zoom for their interviews for their podcasts. Many podcasters are starting to move away from Zoom because it's just not a real high quality recording. It does the job. And if that's the only tech that you have available to you, it's fine. But there's lots of other things out there that provide a much higher quality recording. My personal favorite is Cast, C-A-S-T. There's Squadcast and Zencaster and a bunch of different ones out there. But if you're a guest and you've never been familiar with this, get familiar with it beforehand if possible. Because sometimes if you're having tech issues, that can throw off your whole rhythm as far as the interview. Now, let's talk about background noise. Most people don't think about background noise when it comes to podcasting. And especially if you're not a podcaster, you want to make sure that wherever you're going to do your interview from, you have a quiet place to do it, a place where there's not a lot of extra noise, there's not a lot of hard surfaces in there that the sound is going to bounce off of. Also that you want to have the best connection, internet connection possible. So the best ones are always the hardwired ethernet connections. But if you need to be on Wi-Fi for some reason, make sure that you have a really great signal. Now I know a lot of people like to utilize the call-in feature for Zoom. I don't really recommend that because you just don't get a quality recording with that. And you can completely tell. My recommendation generally is if you don't have a dedicated office space, you know, especially if you're not a podcaster and you're only going to be doing, you have no desire to be a podcaster and you don't have the space to do that, go sit in your closet, grab your laptop, grab your mic, grab your talking points, go sit in the closet and do the interview. Especially if it's not. The other thing is a lot of people think I can't make a mistake or they get so caught up in that. But most podcasters edit their podcast. So unless it's like a live broadcast or a live stream or, or something of that nature. And even then, if you make a mistake, you just say, wait, I misspoke or, or whatever. But if you make a mistake and you want to redo it, most most podcasters are going to allow for that. So just as long as you're not a diva about it, please don't be a diva about it. So like you're talking about your book and you refer to a, a case statistic and you kind of mess it up or you fumble it or that you, you just want to redo it, just ask. And I would always make sure to ask about editing before you, before the recording starts so that you, you're just well aware of it. Because there are some podcasters that don't edit at all, especially for their extra content, things like that. And then don't be surprised if the host asks you to record a segment. Maybe they want to, she wants to emphasize something a little bit differently. There's a technical glitch, the audio dropped out, whatever it may be. And the final point is I want you to make sure that you are well hydrated before and during the interview. You want to make sure your voice is really strong, that your vocal cords are, are strong, and that you're well hydrated so that your mouth is quiet. Because dry mouth or cotton mouth can be very noisy, especially if you're having to swallow a lot. It makes for some loud noise, which requires a lot more editing. (laughs) And any audio editor, audio producer will greatly appreciate that. One of the other things that I wanted to talk about today, and it's 
it may get me in a little trouble, but you know, it's not like I haven't been there before. <laughs> I got a DM on Instagram the other day from one of my friends, Liz, that was asking about paying to be a guest on a podcast or asking a guest to pay to be on a podcast. Basically a pay-to-play kind of situation. And lots of TV shows do this, um, especially on the national level, the Today Show, and they kind of have that pay-to-play access. And some of the bigger names in podcasting do that. And they do that in a way to kind of limit the people who are requesting. They may get thousands of, of requests to be on the podcast, and it's easier way to weed out that. My opinion on it, basically... My short answer is no. And this is kind of the industry standard that most podcasts don't expect payment and they don't and neither do their guests. Because one of the things that can happen is that you can get into issues with the FTC when you do this. Because just like with anything, like with a blog post or anything or anything like on Instagram, you have to say this is an ad. And it's got to be very clear in a very simple language that either the guest was paid to, was compensated to be a part of the show. It's just like when a show sponsors a particular podcast to say that from the very beginning and be very clear that this show is being sponsored by whatever brand, organization, company, product, whatever. For me, I would never require that. I would never do it as as a guest. I just think it kind of sets up a bad precedent. And then I really don't know of any podcasters that currently are doing it except for one. Now, they're, they're not a client of mine, but I do know of them. They are doing it and it is part of their monetization model. That's great for them. Personally, I'm going to stay away from that. I'm going to stay away from the potential FTC issues surrounding that. So one of the other questions that I got, and it's also one of the things I've I've been seeing popping up a lot in different groups that I'm a part of for editors and producers, was the idea of requiring a guest to sign a contract, some sort of release. Now, this... I think it really depends on how concerned you are about this. If you're really concerned that a guest could possibly say, well, you use that in a different way and I'm suing you or or something to that effect, or you're using it not with the intention that I was expecting or something or used it negatively or whatever the case may be. If you're really concerned about that, then maybe you do want to look at that. What I would do is contact an attorney that has expertise in with these kinds of things. And depending on the laws of the state that, that you're in, I don't do this in any way. I don't know many podcasters that have this, but this seems to be as more and more people are getting into podcasting and being on podcasts. I'm starting to see this a little bit more. So if you're concerned about one of these things, I highly recommend go talk to an attorney, find out all the information, and then you can make that decision for yourself. So that's about all the time we have together this week. I truly appreciate you tuning in. If you would, I'd be so grateful if you could go over to Apple Podcasts, rate and review the podcast so that others can find out about the creative cast. I would greatly, greatly appreciate it. I am so happy to be on this journey with y'all. If you have any questions, 
please don't hesitate to contact me. You can drop me an email at support at TammyMunsonCreative.com. That's T-A-M-M-Y. Or you can simply send me a DM over on Instagram. Also, on next week's show, I'll be talking all about the reasons why you should not have a podcast. Yep, that's right. Why you should not. We're going to get into all the reasons why why you should not have a podcast. If you're thinking you want to get into having a podcast for the right reasons. That'll be dropping on Friday. So thank you guys so much for tuning in. I truly appreciate it. I'll talk with you next week and you guys have a great day.